I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 315. The three things you need to know this hour first. A photocop pilot program will be monitoring school and construction zones if the bill passes. I'm KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson. Second, Tooele officially broke a record this week. Largest ever snowfall in 24 hours. All told, this week's storm dumped 23 inches on Tooele. Some areas got even more. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. That's going to be southbound I-15 with early onset heavy and slow traffic. Murray to Midvale between 5300 almost to 90 south. And then construction delays in place. This is in West Valley southbound Mountain View at 3500 south. Traffic getting busy southbound on Foothill from Sunnyside almost to I-80. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Utah County snow showers then tapering off this afternoon. I'm Matt Johnson. Salt Lake City is mostly cloudy. We're at 39 degrees now. KSL's top national stories. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. One year later, Ukraine is remembering those who died and who were forced to flee the country after Russia launched a full-scale invasion. ABC's Patrick Rival is in Kyiv. If you were walking around, at times you could almost, almost forget that there is a war going on. Of course, you're immediately reminded very quickly when the air raid siren goes off that missile attacks have become a lot less frequent simply because Russia is running out of missiles. But then if you're in other parts of the country, if you're in the east, then the situation there is absolutely dire. Um, there's you know, no power in many places. It's very cold here right now. And obviously the level of fighting in the east right now is extraordinarily intense. Vigils and protests also taking place in Europe including Poland and Georgia, where Ukrainians fled in the initial months of war. In the U.S., State Secretary Antony Blinken briefed U.N. Security Council members and warned China is considering supplying weapons to Russia. The White House says Iran may be too. Blinken says the international community must stand together. We all recognize that if we abandon Ukraine, we abandon the U.N. charter itself and the principles and rules that make all countries safer. And more secure. The U.S. announced a new $2 billion long-term aid package to help Ukraine recover. New filings in the investigation into the January 6th attack and efforts to overturn the presidential election. ABC News has learned special counsel Jack Smith filed a motion with a federal judge to compel testimony from former Vice President Mike Pence. That filing follows an executive privilege challenge to Smith's grand jury subpoena from former President Trump's legal team. The judge is expected to ask attorneys for both sides to file responses to that special counsel request, which could take weeks or until the judge renders a decision. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Pence has indicated he'll also challenge that subpoena. Stocks ending down today on new data showing inflation rose in January. You're listening to ABC News. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Time for the KSL In-Depth. The University of Utah women's basketball team is on fire. They're ranked eighth in America, and they have a huge game scheduled tomorrow against Stanford. It's at the Huntsman Center, and joining me live, Utah Utes insider for KSL Sports, Michelle Bodkin. So, First of all, Michelle, hi. Let's talk about tomorrow's game. Why is it so important? Well, I mean, it's a chance for Utah to maybe potentially split uh, a piece of the regular season Pac-12 championship, which would be a huge marker for this program uh, that that really hasn't – they've had a few high moments throughout their history, uh, but nothing quite like this. And so it would just be a really kind of banner moment for Lynn Roberts and the Utah women's basketball team to to kind of say that they're on top of their conference, uh, that they're playing at a high level, actually not even not only in their conference, but also uh, amongst the nation as well. And, and it sets up, you know, great opportunities for them uh, in the, uh, the NCAA women's basketball tournament coming up. Uh, after the Pac-12 tournament, as far as seating goes, uh, yesterday it was revealed they're projected to, to be a one seed, which is huge. But that is all a little bit provided that they, they get through this game on Saturday, which is what makes it such a big one. Has the student body gotten behind the Lady Utes? I think they are, they're starting to. You Week by week, I've noticed more and more people both students and and just kind of your regular fans from throughout the Valley have started to kind of trickle in and and check out, you know, what they have going on uh, and and seeing what the product is. And and especially, like, the interesting thing has been seeing some of the Sunday afternoon games that they've had uh, because they've had a couple that have also featured uh, top-ranked teams. Uh, Arizona was ranked 14th, I believe, when they played played them on a Sunday, and I forget what UCLA was ranked when they played them. And both were exciting matchups, and they drew good crowds. But with this one being a Saturday afternoon, the last regular season home game, uh, and and against, you know, a team that a lot of people believe, um, you know, maybe could push for a national title again this year at number three Stanford, uh, along with Utah maybe being more of kind of an outward dark horse if things fall their way in that conversation. It just makes for a really intriguing matchup and, and a great opportunity to go check out, you know, something that's kind of been on the rise for a while. What's their record at this point? 
so their record is they've only lost three games. Uh, let me see. It, 23 and 3, I believe, is where they are at now. It might be 24 and 3. Right. Uh, but, I, I mean, they've handled business, you know, to, to only have three losses. They've all been to ranked opponents. Uh, it was Colorado, Stanford, the first time they played up in San Francisco or up in Palo Alto, and then uh, just recently against Arizona in Arizona. So they've all been road games. They've all been ranked opponents. They've all been conference foes. Uh, you know, to, to get through this conference with only three losses and just a game to go is impressive. It's hard. The Pac-12 is great for women's basketball. It's a very strong conference for women's basketball, which means you have to be on your A A game week in and week out. And when you get through that schedule with only three losses and maybe at worst four, uh, depending on what happens tomorrow, you did something right. You're really good. Stanford, tomorrow afternoon at noon at the Huntsman Center. The Lady Utes, thanks so much. Michelle Bodkin, KSL's Utah Utes Insider. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.